5: So this uh, scandal, this uh, continues here with the Boston NBA Boston Celtics head coach having basically an alleged affair with somebody in the organization. And so Matt Barnes initially defended um, the coach and said, uh, you know this is crazy uh, you know a, a year suspension. It's, uh, you know, I'm sure he went, you know, it's racist, it's ugly, it's the NBA, they'll run, right? And so Matt Barnes believes that the scandal is now even bigger bombshell than currently known. So the Celtics have suspended their coach and then Barnes put up a tweet defending the coach and then took it down minutes later. Because he found out more information. So here's Matt Barnes explaining why he put the post up and why he defended the coach at Udoka and why he took that post down so quickly.
6: They won't come out and say it. And since I'm a part of the media now and I try not to be like everyone else, I, I try to, you know, report and talk with facts and, 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 honesty. And I clearly have to say last night, uh, without knowing all the facts, I spoke on ime Udoka's defense. And after finding out the facts, after I spoke, I erased what I posted because this situation in Boston is deep. It's messy. It's a hundred times uglier than any of us thought. And that's why I erased what I said. Uh, some things happened that i can't condone i can't back and it's not my place to tell you what happened if it ends up coming out it ends up coming out but that was the reason why I raced in my post last night because... So this guy,
5: Matt Barnes. Hey, Pelio, is this the same uh, Matt Barnes that used to play in the NBA? I think he played for the Grizzlies. Is that the same guy?
4: Yeah, he was drafted by the Grizzlies. Um, I think he retired. He won the championship with Golden State in oh, okay. 2017, maybe, was his last year.
5: And now, now he's a he's reporter? An
4: analyst with, uh, he's an analyst for ESPN.
5: Oh, I see. Okay. All right. That makes sense. And he knows what happened. And yet he's... he is not going to tell anybody because he clearly knows
6: let's go back here i erased what i posted because this situation in boston is deep it's messy it's a hundred times uglier than any of us thought and that's why i erased what i said uh some things happened that i can't condone i can't back and It's not my place to tell you what happened. If it ends up coming out, it ends up coming out. But that was the reason why I erased my post last night because after I posted it, I got a call from someone who had all the details and it's deep. So, man, praying for everybody involved. Um, You know, hope everyone gets through this. And I saw a lot of blogs picked up what I said, even though it was only on my page for like two minutes. So hopefully they picked this up too. for me being wrong and and jumping out there without the facts. So that's where I'm going to leave it.
5: God bless. So he obviously knows what happened, what happened. And he says it's a hundred times worse than we thought a hundred times. And what what was reported originally was that this head coach of the Boston Celtics was having a consensual affair with a coworker. And so he defended the coach And then he took the post down because somebody called him and said, buddy, let me tell you what happened. And this, 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 and this. So it may not have been consensual. It may have been, you know, what else could it be, Bella? Could it be an underage situation?
4: I don't know. You know, they're saying that he violated multiple team um, policies. So I don't know what that could mean.
5: Wow! Wow! So, I don't know how this guy goes back and coach, especially if it's a hundred times worse. And obviously, Matt Barnes knows what happened because somebody called him and told him. And he's sure. And he thinks it's so damning and and so ugly that he's not even reporting it.
4: Uh, yeah, he's you know deleted his post and he's glad that people are picking up this post because um, yeah. people, you know, when you find out that. Basically what they're saying on social media, you know, that Udoko got suspended for a whole season for having sex, consensual sex. So everybody was jumping out to defend that. It seemed, you know, pretty excessive. But now some of the facts are coming out and people are getting the facts and they're backing off defending him.
5: Yeah, it, it man, that's that is a wild story. And especially in Boston, where they absolutely love their sports teams. And so for this to happen so close to the beginning of the season, it had to be a billion times worse than we thought. All right. I'm going to play this again without interrupting it. It's Matt Barnes again, who originally spoke on behalf of Udoka, who is the coach of the Boston Celtics. Then he got a call from somebody in the know, probably somebody who works for the Boston Celtics, or at least knows them very well and said, no, 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 buddy, you got it a hundred percent wrong. It is a billion times worse than you could ever imagine. And so that leads me to believe that it's either not consensual or that there is some uh, an age problem there. And those are the only two things that I could think of. Maybe it includes threatening to kill somebody if the, if the word got out there, I don't know, I don't know. But I'll play the whole thing for you here without interrupting, it's only about a minute and 10 seconds.
6: They won't come out and say it. And since I'm a part of the media now, and I try not to be like everyone else, uh, I try to, you know, report and talk with facts and, and, and honesty. And I clearly have to say last night, uh, without knowing all the facts, I spoke on Eme Yudoka's defense. And after finding out the facts, after I spoke, I erased what I posted because this situation in Boston is deep, it's messy, it's a 100 times uglier than any of us thought, and that's why I erased what I said. Uh, Some things happened that I can't condone, I can't back, and it's not my place to tell you what happened. If it ends up coming out, it ends up coming out. But that was the reason why I erased my post last night because after I posted it, I got a call from someone who had all the details and it's deep. So man, praying for everybody involved, um, you know, hope everyone gets through this. And I saw a lot of blogs picked up what I said, even though it was only on my page for like two minutes. So hopefully they picked this up too, um, for me being wrong and, and jumping out there without the facts. So that's where I'm going to leave it. God bless.
5: Mm. You can hear it in his voice, Belio. He's shaken to the core. He, he heard something about this affair that made him just jaw-droppingly ugly is, come, is what I hear. Yeah, knew. yeah. Uh, Stephen A. Smith is furious with the Celtics for handling the scandal as well. And we'll come back and talk about that. Stephen A. Smith had a problem with how the Celtics are handling the Yudoka suspension. So we'll come back and uh, see what he has to say. He's always interesting. The big news story in sports... Is the Celtics suspending their coach, uh, Yudoka, for the entire season. And Stephen A. Smith has brought it up on First Take is his show. First Take. Let's find out what's going on here.
7: Yudoka suspension, which is one year for a consensual relationship with a staff member. A couple notes I took copious, and then I'll get right to the reaction. Fellas, the suspension comes with a significant financial penalty. Um, there were a couple of violations, at least. Brad Stevens was very emotional. He said, we have a lot of talented women in our organization yesterday. It was really hard on them. Nobody can control Twitter speculation and rampant expletive. And Brad Stevens definitive about the fact that he will not take over coaching ranks. Obviously, we know even if Joe Mazzulla, who will be the interim coach, didn't pan out. Uh, Stephen A., I'll, I'll start with you, and then obviously we'll get to Woj. Your reaction to what you just heard.
1: I didn't think coming into this show that I could get more furious, but I am. Um, Woj, first of all, to you. Thank you for your reporting on this story on top of everything, as always. All I'm going to do is give you my perspective. I certainly don't expect you to have comments about that. Um, Wick, the, co- the, the owner, Wick Grousberg, I like him. I've known him for years.
5: That That's not his name, though. <laughs> What did he say here?
1: Co- the, the owner, Witt Grouseberg. I like him. I'm I, think,
5: I think it's Grousebeck. I don't
1: think it's Grouseberg. For years. Uh, constantly running across him. Made in Many Celtics events. been very fond of him. <laughs> fond of him, but you don't know his name. i will be disappointed today. Emei <laughs> um, Udoka cannot be defended. His actions were egregious, irresponsible to be in the leadership position that he is in. I'm not here to make any excuses or any apologies uh, for his behavior. It is inexcusable. It's a fireable offense as far as I'm concerned. But it doesn't negate what the Celtics are doing here. According to your reports, Woj, and what we have been talking about over the last couple of days, this was a consensual relationship. Was Ime Udoka involved with himself? The answer to that question is no. Two consenting adults engaged in this act or these actions that clearly were in violation of the Boston Celtics policy. But all we're hearing about is email. And, some, and, and And to Witt Grouseberg, who I profoundly... It's, it's Grouseback, not Grouseberg. ...respect. I would strongly advise you... Grouseback. Grouseback. I'm sorry. Oh, okay, fine, like, I apologize. <laughs> I don't know why I said <laughs> To Wick, I would strongly advise him. Maybe he should speak to a publicist or or take some classes himself, because he threw out a couple of bombs there about Ime Udoka, implications that feed stereotypes and things of that nature. And I, I'm not going to regurgitate what he said, but
5: it was very, very alarming. All right, let's find out what he said. Here's uh, a a piece of what. I've- Again, this is the owner of the Boston Celtics, and they're suspending the, the coach for a year. So let's find out exactly what he said. Here's a small piece You've here. have been
7: talking about the impact on women in the organization, so I'm just wondering, are you confident this incident doesn't signal a larger cultural issue that would affect them, and do you have any message for them? Another question I'm wondering about is the timing um, or the, the length of time. Uh, that this investigation took, and it, you know, as you started to get information, as I understand it, in the summertime, do you think you acted? Do, are you confident you acted quickly enough uh,
5: to this right. point? So um, this, this guy owns the Boston Celtics.
3: The first, first one, my personal belief, but as a man, but as the CEO of the organization, is that we take, uh, we go to great lengths, or you know, appropriate lengths, at least to run the organization with the value central core value of respect and um, freedom in the workplace from harassment or any unwelcome attention. And so isolated incidents uh, or patterns, if they occur, may be isolated or they may be a deeper signal. I personally don't believe that they're a deeper signal, but we will be, I will be personally talking to the members of the organization and making sure that that's the case. But this feels very much to me like uh, one of a kind um, but that's my personal belief. But I'll have to verify that.
5: Wick, you, you said these procedures had been enforced in the past. Was this handled consistently with how that those uh, procedures were enforced in the past? And do you think this mm-hmm. uh, incident or incidents um, calling the question what you may need to do in the future regarding incidents like this?
3: I think this incident came up. We spent every waking hour on it and. Uh, uh, when it really heated up over the last month and uh, our last couple weeks. And we um, uh, made the appropriate decision. I'll just leave it at that.
5: All right. Um, All right. But obviously. All difficult- right. So he, he didn't go into great detail on that, but let's go back to Stephen A. Smith talking about this
1: highly one-sided. And as far as I'm concerned, based on this press conference, there is no reason on earth right now. Why email Udoka is still a head coach of the Boston Celtics, albeit a suspended one. Because not only did you suspend him, but Woj, correct me if I'm wrong, he also said, then we'll reevaluate after next year. So you retain that, his right. That
7: was very gray, that That's whole right. part of it. What does he need to do between now and June to retain his job? He
1: didn't answer that, number one. Number two, he didn't make a declaration that after the year suspension, E-May would be back. He yeah. said, we'll revisit it then. Now, I understand that at this particular moment in time, Woj, you and I both know, covering the NBA for as long as we have, that Ime Udoka is an unhirable individual. But the unhirable portion of it, I would make the claim, is primarily due to the fact that the story was leaked out and we are now discussing it publicly. That's what would make him unhirable if you didn't know. If NDA's non disclosure agreements were signed, And this was sort of kept in house, but you fired him. The likely, you know, who knows what the chances are. But after this press conference, the NBA itself, not to mention any team in the league, you can't touch Imeu Doker at this particular moment in time because of the implications that were given at this press conference. I mean, my God, listen, let's go back and and, and I'm not going to sit up there and regurgitate it again, but go back and listen to Wick talk. I'm a very alarmed by this, Woj. And I'm going to just leave it at that for the moment.
7: Woj, give us your reaction to what you heard yeah, or yeah. any question marks that you have.
5: Yeah, certainly. Listen, uh, Wick Grosbeck and uh, Brad Stevens did not provide a lot of clarity on how they reached their decision for a one-year suspension and not a dismissal. I think uh, Grosbeck essentially said... Uh, it was a gut feel, and in consultation with others in Celtic leadership, it was ultimately his decision, uh, but it certainly does leave uh, Ime Udoka uh, in a limbo here as this season begins. Again, he was given no assurance that he would be back as Celtics coach. And Okay, that, that's not fair to do to the guy where you don't pay him for the whole year and then nobody else can hire him. Because you don't know if he's going to be available or not. The Celtics might take him back. So the guy has no salary for a year over a relationship that was, you know, reportedly consensual, and then nobody else can hire him, and yet he's not going to be paid by the Celtics? That's eh, kind of, uh, I, I understand why Stephen A. Smith is is pissed about that. That's really tough to do to a guy. Um, all right, right, I'm going uh, we have some more audio, too, of the press conference that the Boston Celtics owner had. And so we'll see if um, there's anything interested in in that as well. But huge story. Boston, uh, head coach, a couple weeks before the season begins, suspended for an entire year, all of this year, 2022 and 2023. This whole season uh, will be suspended by the Boston Celtics. And I I think a lot more is going to come out. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com.
2: No purchase necessary. DTW, We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus.
3: Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job, it's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you're ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.
5: There's nothing really in the Boston Celtics press conference that's interesting. It's all, you know, protected by privacy and nobody mentions any names or any kind of circumstances or anything. So the press conference itself was pretty, uh, pretty dull. But the latest on this it came out at nine o'clock on East Coast, so I'm um, up uh, uh, three hours ago, two and a half hours ago or so. But the affair with a staff member that led the Boston Celtics coach to a year-long suspension has been known about by some members of the Celtics organization organization since July. And the franchise leaders originally believed that the fair was consensual, but sources tell, this reporter that the woman recently accused Yudoka, who's the head coach, of making unwanted comments to her that led to several internal interviews and resulted in Thursday's announcement that the coach will be suspended for the season. Team owner and president Brad Stevens met with uh, for several hours Thursday to determine what actions against Yudoka would take they would take and Stevens and some of the front office officials also talked to players about the coach and the team and the facility. The 45-year-old coach issued a brief statement Thursday night, apologizing to the players, fans, the team, and his family. He said he accepts the decision and won't comment any further. Um, So there's more of a potential effects on this, though. Yudoka may become a candidate for other head coaching jobs that open up, and possibly as soon as this season. So if he's being, so the Celtics will have to tell him pretty soon whether he's been suspended for the year, whether he's coming back next year or not, so the guy can go out and make a living somewhere. Um, but I don't know who's going to, I don't know who would hire him right now until all this speculation is, uh, is over. But what a mess. Two weeks before the season starts, and the Boston Celtics are a big part of living In Boston. Everybody in Boston loves the Celtics. And for this distraction to happen this close to the beginning of the year is unbelievable. And then Matt Barnes, who originally put out all this information, uh, retracted it and said, no, he was wrong that uh, it's 100 times worse than what he had thought. So we'll keep an eye on it, right, the uh, next uh, week or so, a couple weeks. I'm sure there'll be a lot more news coming out. Um, and we'll have it for you here on uh, KFI. We'll have it ready for you. All right, uh, this is a um, – uh, the Airbnb for dogs is happening. How about that, huh? Airbnb for dogs designed for a safe exercise and training uh, for like a, like, a, like a dog park, right?
7: If going to a dog park. Send your furry friend into a frenzy. A new app could be just the thing for you.
5: That's right. It's
1: called Sniff Spot, and it claims to be the Airbnb of dog parks. Wow. You download the Sniff Spot app or just <laughs> go to their website, and just like Airbnb, you put in your desired location to rent and then choose from one of the available listings. While some dogs enjoy a trip to the dog park, not every dog is a good fit in crowded settings. They might be shy or fearful of other dogs.
5: Or aggressive. Sniff Spot's
1: founder says that's why he got into this in the first place.
5: So what is it? You rent somebody's yard? It's about seeing the look of joy on a dog's face when they're running free in their yard
1: and
2: getting that sense of purpose from doing it.
1: Most sniff Spot locations charge between $9 and $15 an hour per dog. As for the host, some say they are earning hundreds of dollars per month from the new service. If you want to be a host, your home must have a backyard, preferably one that is fenced in.
5: Okay. All right, so you're renting your backyard for uh, some strange dog to come over and poop in your backyard. All right, <laughs> and you're getting fifteen dollars for it. Sounds uh, good. All right, <laughs> yeah, I, don't, uh, I I can't imagine doing anything better in life. Right, uh, that's how I'll retire: I have four or five dogs in the backyard, just essing uh, all over the place. <laughs> Great. All right. Home Depot in the news they want to try to union the employees are trying to unionize this shop
0: workers forming unions has seen recent momentum Home Depot workers in Philadelphia are also looking to make the transition. They filed a petition with the National Labor Relations Board to form the first storewide union within the company. The employee leading the petition said discontent with compensation and working conditions during the pandemic prompted the push for unionization. A spokesperson for the company saying they don't believe this is the solution. Companies sometimes take this position as it creates a middleman between the employer and employee.
5: Yeah, there's been a lot of Starbucks that have tried to unionize. And remember that Walmart, like three years ago, it was off the 210 freeway. And uh, all the workers got together and they voted to unionize. And they were going to, you know, start a union the very next day. And Walmart's response to that was they just closed the store, and fired everybody. So these these big stores like you know Lowe's, Home Depot, Walmart, uh, Target, they see that as a threat to their business model, and they will do everything they can to fight it. So it'll be interesting to see, you know, who has the power there. Do the uh, employee employees have the power, or do the owners of the company? Have the power. We'll see, huh?
0: Worker discontent during the pandemic has led to labor movements at several major U.S. companies. Amazon workers at a Staten Island warehouse voted in favor of unionizing back in April, and at least 238 U.S. Starbucks stores have unionized over the past year.
5: Wow. 230, is that right?
0: And at least 238 U.S. Starbucks stores have unionized over the past year.
5: Wow, I didn't know that. That's a lot, man. That is unbelievable. All right, uh, a new rule for Jeopardy. A new Jeopardy rule, right? The executive producer is thinking of, um, well, adding a new major rule to change the game. Well,
8: Jeopardy's executive producer is considering a major format wow. change to the long-running game show.
4: All right. Mike Davies wants to offer cash bonuses to contestants who can correctly answer an entire column of clues under one topic. The contestant would have to run through an entire category without jumping around the board. Davies reassured fans, he says it would be a separate bonus and it wouldn't change who wins, but it's hard to imagine that's true. Yeah, I don't know. As for the the rule
8: change, it's just under consideration for now. But you can watch Jeopardy right here on 6 ABC every weeknight at 7.
5: Yeah, I wouldn't change the Jeopardy rules. That's that show is 30, 40 years old and the people who watch that show don't want any more rules, right? They want it just the way it is. So don't screw around with it. Uh, Harry Styles is gonna get a special honor, right? Ding dong with this guy. It's
2: time for a special early edition of What to Watch. Uh, Pop superstar, Harry Styles. We've been talking about him all morning long. He made history last night right here in New York City. Styles just completed a 15-night residency at Madison Square Garden, his love on tour.
5: Wait, he was able to sell up Madison Square Gardens for 15 nights? That's the, the the kind of fans that this guy has. He has a huge following. Wow! Clearly, that's huge. The Eagles couldn't even do that.
2: Shows have taken the city and the country by storm. Every single show has sold out. Wow! And as-
5: I'll bet you there's repeat business though. I uh, bet there are some uh, lasses who are going to all 15 nights
2: and thinking
5: that they're going to get close enough to meet him and have his babies.
2: <laughs> and Probably. as you know, our very own Gail King was at the Garden for last night's final performance. And Gail, Gail you're Gail. on camera. I'm
0: still floating. You were floating. for a
2: very rare honor. Honor is a word there, too. All right, watch this. We're backstage. We have a very special surprise for Harry coming up. The city of New York and Madison Square Garden
8: wants to make.
2: The crowd was electric during the encore of Harry Styles' final Love on Tour show at Madison Square Garden. But there was one moment even Styles wasn't expecting. "Hi Harry! It's Gail King!" It's
5: Harry! Yeah, and the audience is like, uh, "Who?" Right? Pretty hip to have a, you know, 60-year-old come in and give a special award when all the audience members are 12. Oh, they stopped the show for Gail King to give this guy something? Oh, babo.
7: Harry, we have a surprise for you.
8: We think you are walking joy, walking
0: happiness, walking love.
8: And we just want to say to you, Harry, we don't want to say goodnight to you, Harry Styles. Madison Square Garden, 15 consecutive nights. That banner will
2: stay forever, forever. The 28-year-old music icon was presented Out
7: with his every, very own banner. Out anybody ban- that they could have had present that, th- they pick her?
5: Yeah, the least likely person in the world, right? Gail King. The 20- There's nobody else that works at CBS that's, uh, you know, like maybe, I don't know, uh, 18, 19, right? <laughs> maybe a big fan of Harry Styles. <laughs>
2: the 28-year-old totally. music icon was presented with his very own banner hanging in the rafters of the garden. An honor shared by only two other musical artists. The band Fish and Billy Joel.
5: Wow. That's wild, man. That, that, that yelling would get to me, though.
2: The banner celebrates his sold-out 15-night run at the venue, which started in August.
5: Man, this guy has, like, the Beatles following, the screaming. You know, those kids are like uh, the Beatles playing the Hollywood Bowl. And, Bellia, what's that song you always sing, that lemonade or watermelons or something? Watermelon sugar. Yes, watermelon sugars and stuff. Just watermelon sugar. Watermelon, watermelon sugar. sugar. You right. know you love it. You know you love it. We'll
4: play it. it on our way back, right, Foosh?
5: Yeah, we'll, we'll knock that out, right? Well, Why not? Because watermelon high is not a to goes? Watermelon sugar, sugar, high. sugar high. Yeah, Whatever. watermelon sugar high. All right. Very good. Uh, Ford reports a supply shortage of nameplates, right? Think wrong with these blue oval nameplates. You can't make more of those?
8: All right, my pick today is Ford. More supply chain issues for the company, but this one you probably didn't see coming. Now, the Wall Street Journal is reporting that Ford can't get its hands on enough of the blue oval badges and nameplates that go on the auto giant's vehicles. Now, it's impacting Ford's top-selling F-Series pickup trucks. Supply chain issues clearly have been a huge challenge for this company. Earlier this week, Ford warning that up to Ford... I
5: bet they never saw this coming. Had, you know, the computer chips, maybe tires... Special parts, computer parts, that's one thing. But not enough Ford emblems where they got to keep a car from selling a car because they can't put the name on the front of it?
8: That up to 45,000 vehicles will be put on hold this quarter due to missing parts, saying that inflation-related costs would total just about a billion dollars here, more than they were expecting for the current quarter day. Now, the badges, I just thought it was interesting because we don't know whether or not The difficulty getting badges here, whether or not that plays in uh, to the shortfall that Ford is expecting to see this quarter. But it is just another headache here for the company that certainly has a number of challenges here for them over the coming months.
5: Yeah, Ford's got some great cars. They just have a supply issue. But that new Maverick is a beautiful car. And the Bronco is unbelievable. And they're reasonably priced, too. I think that Bronco starts at 26, and so does the Maverick. And it's a, it's a great, beautiful car, and the Broncos are sensational, but they just can't make enough of them. Every time they make one, man, it's gone, it's sold.
1: Yeah, we're not sure exactly how many of the Ford uh, F uh, vehicles, their best sellers, were missing that. But in the midst of every crisis lies great opportunity. I say sell them minus the badge as a limited edition there Ford F-150 pickup. That's the way, you know, in this market, they'd probably fly off the shelves. But seriously, if you look into it, it sounds as though a company they deal with, TriBar Technologies, had to limit operations back in August because they disclosed to regulators that they actually discharged uh, chemicals into local sewer system. Uh-oh. And that's what slowed production for that company that they contract that out to. That's at least if you oh, read boy. between the lines on this story. So maybe no huge
5: deal. Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, wow. Elite. All right. Uh, Poolhouse is chasing number 700, 700 home runs. Poolhouse has gone on a second half tear, that is for sure, hitting
1: 13 of his last 19 home runs since July the 27th. He sits at 698 in his Hall of Fame career. I think
5: and- he hit one tonight, though. Didn't he get 699 tonight? And host is all the talk
6: around the ballpark heading to their three-game series. History happens whenever it comes. You know, I don't, I'm not searching, I'm not looking for. Uh, I think at the end of the day, my job tonight is just have good quality at bats and hopefully help this ball club, you know, to win, to get a win tonight. And you know, if, if anything happens, happens, and uh, like I say, just. Really, not thinking too much about. I'm used to him being a cardinal, you know. I think that's what I grew up knowing, and that's what everybody grew up knowing him. And we obviously had a great time with him here. It was a ton of fun. I think he enjoyed it as well. So. Um.
5: Yeah, I mean, he was a great guy. I mean, everybody loves this dude. And yes, he did hit home run six ninety nine, and of course. I
4: think he mm- got seven hundred. No. Yeah. Oh, he you're right. The, yeah.
5: He had he two. two. Oh, is oh. Oh, damn, is that loud? Oh, wow. That is that me playing that or you? Oh, uh, club. Wow! When did he do that tonight? Yeah, we're at Dodger Stadium. About uh,
3: twenty minutes ago. Wow!
5: Mm-hmm. So you must have had two home runs tonight, then. Let's see here, Albert Pujols, yeah, joined, yeah the seven hundred club. Nine and seven hundred. Two home runs, man. For you to be out at the stadium to see this game and to be at the game where he gets number 700, and everybody was probably jumping all over each other to try to get their hands on that ball. (laughs) What is that ball worth? Half a million? Maybe? Um, I don't know. 700? I bet Poulos would pay a couple hundred thousand for it. (laughs) You're right. That's wild. Yeah. 700th home run. That's crazy. Man, oh, man. Um, Barry, uh, Barry Bonds, 7.62. Hank Aaron, 7.55. And Babe Ruth, 7.14. And he's only the fourth guy to hit over 700 home runs. Wow, wow, wow! Let's see where this ball went in the stands here. Let's see where this sucker went. Okay, so it went to uh, left field. It's deep to left. Deep to Taylor's left. Okay, so the guy, I think the guy in the Dodger uniform, the guy with the Dodger shirt with the crazy hair guy. Let's see. Yeah, it looks like the Dodger with the crazy hair and the mustache and the beard.
2: Albert Pujols has joined the 700
5: home run. Show the stands. I want to see the guy that got the ball. 389-foot home run. Man, what a day to go out there, huh? Or how about this? Maybe you had tickets for tomorrow night and you're like, oh, I'm definitely going to go Saturday night and see Pool Host break the record. Uh, he did it last night. Oh, yeah. Wow. What a night at Dodger Stadium for him to do it right here in Southern California. After playing for the Angels for so long, he played for the Dodgers. And then he goes back to his home team, original team, the the Cardinals. And he hits it for the Cardinals, but at Dodger Stadium. Wow, that's incredible. All right, congratulations. Albert Pujols, two home runs to join the 700 club tonight at Dodger Stadium. That is a wild night. It's KFI AM 640 live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app.